Hey guys, this is Nicole from Collius, and you're watching Interview Under Fire. First off, I'm, I'm just like, my heart is just so like full right now because you're here. And it's like, we've been staying in touch for, God, three years. And, you know, it's not even to the point where you're not even a guest at this point. You're just a f- good friend to have yeah, on my, I feel my the show. Same. <laughs> and uh, thank you for also just supporting me throughout. And since I've been doing this, you know, it it goes both ways. So I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for the, for the uh, support that you've been giving me. And like I said, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'll probably sound like a broken record a lot throughout a conversation here, but I learn a lot about myself as much as I learn about my guests. So it's just, you know what I'm saying? And it's just, yeah. it, it just feels really good. By the way, I can't believe that you're outside because you can't even step outside here in Texas without like, it's, it's insane. Like uh, my, oh, my skin yeah. has hated me this summer and 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 my mom was like telling me, yeah, you probably get that from me. I'm like, yeah, you say this every year, mom. And but this year, I'm really feeling like we're getting the worst heat. I'm sure you, oh you're, it's like perfect for you guys out in Cali. I need to. <laughs> it's kind of cooled down a little bit, but yeah. we had we had a pretty bad heat wave like I don't know a week or two ago, and then it it rained a couple of days ago. So it's kind of what is that? Nice. I hear that rain is like something that drops from the sky and it's like I know I don't know it's like water falls from the sky and then no one knows what to do here so man uh you know and it's just I want to I want to also want to say this I know this is uh just introducing myself this show to to the guests you know obviously you are my really good friend and always the amazingly talented and I want to say Nicole Papastarva I always want to do that introduction it's always an honor of course you know here in IUF you know our sessions and I'm talking like our sessions like it's like we're this is going to be like a therapy session almost for you and me because it's been so crazy I love it and I and I've been keeping up with everything that you've been doing and our like I said our conversations have always been just so in-depth and I'm so grateful that I got the opportunity to know you from the ground up while doing these interviews and staying in touch for the last three years but in 2023 and I think this may be the most important one in your life Nicole I know uh as you and and Collius are gearing up for the drop of your first ever full-length studio album appropriately titled first ascent and this I drops know. on August 20 20- I'm so excited like August 25th <laughs> through i believe it's aisa distribution if i'm not mistaken yeah uh, asa okay. Mm-hmm. okay i don't know i'm butchering the name asa asa and, and the yeah. orchard so they've asa and, oh yeah. awesome yeah and yeah. and you know i've congratulated you so much but just congrats on just working really hard to get to this point and the recognition i'm seeing from you know other different outlets i think i think not best is is that's that's just one of them is that right yeah, we did and, the last premiere for Lungta through Knotfest. And that's so great to see and so well deserved. Yeah. And that new single, Lungta, goodness gracious, great balls of fire. <laughs> because the everlasting, if anyone hasn't seen the music video, please do that. Because that is a thing of beauty, which we'll talk about so so on and so forth. Man, all these new fans that are also quickly building and discovering your music i still recall your appearance on the no cover show last year i don't know if you're reading the comments like i am on on youtube people are saying they discovered you on youtube and you're the only artist and you're the only artist that they stuck to aside from anyone else who has made an appearance and yeah that's pretty pretty cool to see and um a little like it's surprising but in in a good way 
you know? So I'm like, okay, like we had something unique. And if we were able to like, you know, snag some, you know, unique fans as well, like that's, I'm, I'm honored. So and it opened it's up nice a lot, to see that. Yeah, it, it, it did open up a lot of exposure to the fans out there mm-hmm. and uh, just so much to unpack, of course. And I know you have this West Coast tour that's coming up or supporting Cyborg Octopus. Shout out yes. to those guys because they were on a show yes. not too long ago. I think it was Ian Forsyth. He was on her show and he's oh awesome. He's such, a, such a nerd. Like I, I love the guy. We were talking about music, but there was some part of it where I just wanted to just get away from the music and just talk about all things video games and and just um editing and and just <laughs> graphic design and things and so on and so forth because he's he took a big part of that a chunk of that and just uh i think he was a part of that um the album art that came out when they dropped the album last year oh but, cool and uh this track i think this kicks off august 25th the day the album drops yep and <laughs> uh it's just i'm just kicking myself in my in my ass right now because i wish i was out there See, I promise I will come out soon. You know, as of course, you know, with me, Nicole, you know, I, I graduated finally a couple of months ago and it's just yeah. a big monkey off my back. Quit the corporate congrats, life did all that. And I'm just pursuing everything, you know, everything that you're saying right now. So it's full, full speed ahead. But so happy uh, for you. <laughs> no, thank you. It, and it means a lot coming from support of people like you because it it just it just hits me that much more. But let's catch up. Right. Let's take a deep breath. How have you been? Have you did they even ask you how have you been? Like, how have you been since we last spoke? Because you know, um, I will also add that one of the more important impacts, and you can talk about this whenever if you want to talk about it or not, because one of the more important impacts that the Collius lineup collectively I feel has gone through is this huge lineup change where Colin Cook took took over as the band's guitarist soon after. The departure of your previous uh member Zachy and you know talk about Colin here Nicole also to start off I wonder what new element does he bring into the lineup that you guys may not have had in the past because it seems like Colin is like 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 this right now like you guys yeah. found your groove but I know a lot I'm throwing at you but just uh yeah take it away <laughs> yeah it's been great and um really love having Colin on board. He really brings something unique to the table, uh, especially with his um, his jazz knowledge and his jazz chops. Um, it's something different, you know, like mm-hmm. when we were looking for somebody, um, you know, I always said, like, I don't I don't want like another like me in the band. Right. <laughs> I need like someone to compliment like what I have already and bring something different to the table because, you know, that's kind of when you expand your mind more and um, the music, like you can fuse different genres together. Uh, So, you know, bringing someone in with like a completely different background, um, I thought would add something unique to our sound. And, um, you know, the first song that we wrote with Colin is Mouthless Embassy. And I feel like that one has gotten better response than I think any of our songs, which is really, really cool because, you know, Colin and I sat down together and um, it was very organic. I actually didn't even have anything prepared. Um, and this was sort of like, that's always Colin, the best thing, right? If like, Colin ever the best things go this, on plan sometimes. Yeah. This was kind of like a test. I'm like, man, I know you can shred, right? Like, I know you're like a sick shredder, but like, can you write? 
<laughs> and uh, you know, and that was like my thing. I'm like, I'm gonna go over there. I'm not gonna bring anything. We're just gonna sit down and see what happens. And I think I just started jamming like a riff, and he like completed my sentence. And then that happened like again, and then it happened again, and then we had like a handful of riffs um, that I was able to take home at the end of the mm-hmm. night. And the rest of that week, I started like you know retracking everything, arranging stuff, um, doing all like the synth orchestrations. Um, and then when I went back over there another time, uh, I had him help me. Uh, you know, check all of my orchestrations and like help me like with the chords for like the chorus that I came up with because he really has that um, really in-depth theory knowledge that I don't have. You know, like I have my ears, right? Yeah. And they've they've served me all right like over the years, but it's nice to have someone um, that's educated like in theory that can be like, oh, actually, like I see what you're trying to do here, but we could make it more interesting by like stacking these chords or whatever. So um, it worked out great and I'm really happy how that song turned out. And of course, like with Ola Barud's touch in there, it really just put it over the top. Um, so yeah, really, really stoked to have Colin and I'm really excited for like, I know this, this album's coming out on the 25th, but I'm like really excited for the next one that we're working on so i remember when you guys dropped the fourth phase back in 2020 yeah and these are questions that i asked you a lot during our conversations is i would say something like for people who don't know i mean we've me and nicole have been staying in touch for the last three years of course and i've been following her amazing work since then but i asked you questions that i was very interested in is hey do you think the fourth phase could be a sneak peek into what's to, what's to come, right? I asked you that. I asked you mm-hmm. that in 2020. I asked you that last year. And now, as I'm as you you were talking about the 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 musicianship and the musicality that you've developed with Colin, I can't help but think that last song, Lungta, is you know what I'm saying? Is that another sneak peek into again? what's to come like i that's the cool part and i'm gonna add this too nicole i'm just seeing it right now as you're just telling me you seem more excited about your work than you ever have the way you are just talking about your music because because last year i remember this specifically you we sat down to the interview on the podcast and you weren't even i don't think you were home i think you were in new york or, or somewhere i was yeah and, was and, and i i kind of sensed that i don't know something felt uneasy like she it's just something in the back of, of her head <laughs> i didn't want to pick at it but i kind of just knew it's yeah. something you know with friends you know when you know each other and and now it was it, a tough summer let's just it, say that <laughs> I, yeah I, I definitely know that and uh, like i said we don't have to dive in the details but i know that you grew did a lot of growing up and a lot of learning about yourself too last year to where you're right now because the you're just like everything you just told me in the last five minutes the way you're excited about just this new chapter of Collius. i meant it this is the most important chapter so shout out to colin shout out to uh freaking uh chris and jp man jp good lord this that guy is yeah. such an underrated drummer i don't think anybody yeah. realizes that but uh i just want to talk about him for a minute here because both of my brothers are drummers nicole i don't know if i told you this but that's the one thing i always pay attention okay. to when it comes to drum patterns and so on and so forth especially in progressive music progressive metal but uh, I want you to mention talk about JP because uh, he we got to show him some love, you know. Like, does it? I, I feel like when you guys are in the studio, it's almost like friendly competition. It's like, okay, he's up here, so I got to meet him at this level. 
You know, oh, yeah. talk about that for a second, because I'm sure that's probably you're experiencing that more and more, just like you do mm-hmm. with Colin, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, JP and I are like each other's biggest cheerleaders, I, I feel like. <laughs> You know, we got like that Aries energy going on. Our birthdays are like like six days apart. Um, so it's kind of Wait, funny. You're, you're Aries, right? Yeah. So you're the opposite of me. My, I'm Libra. So that's, oh, okay. No wonder we gel so well, too, because the opposites. That's, it, that's, that's, yeah, that's also it is. Cool. Yeah. Anyway. Keep us balanced when we exactly. get too crazy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. JP and I are like each other's like hype man. Right. So um he uh you know kind of had like a tough year last year too with breaking Mm -hmm. his foot on tour and you know going through like the surgery not being able to drum like he had to play two shows with the kick on tracks which like he was a little uneasy about but i'm like it's fine like you gotta do what you gotta do the shows move on um and he's fully recovered now and everything is back up to speed and we're writing again together Um, I'm sure you know, but like during that time, I had to um, really hone in on my drum programming skills. Yeah, I remember that. (laughs) Which like I, (laughs) you know, I did get JP on calls and I screen shared with him and I'm like, this is what Superior Drummer looks like. And this is where I have to put, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to like make this beat, but I don't know how to do it, you know, so he did help me um, a lot with like, you know, writing in there. And then, of course, like you know, later on when he got better, he would reinterpret everything. Um, so it sounded like, you know, like the way a real drummer would would write something, not a guitar player. Yeah. And that's the ongoing joke right now. Um, but yeah, like it's it's been great. And like right now, him and I are actually um, we're working on the next album together pretty closely. Like he's sending me sometimes almost complete songs just on drums, which is kind of putting like a new perspective on writing for me because I'm I'm usually starting songs with guitar or yeah. like synth or something. So to get just like a drum track from him um is pretty cool because A, like uh I'm I'm not having to sit there and like program like like I was for the six months that he was out of commission. And you know, like I can just be like, all right, let me just gonna roll with this. Like he just sent me like a like a arranged like drum track that he just tr- like tracked in his studio. So it's been cool. And I feel like, you know, the Nicole and JP songs are the craziest. <laughs> so which The crazier, dark, the better. <laughs> yeah. Which Dark Machine is like a me and JP song. Like we like worked on that the most together. Um, Man, so that's, it was, that song just feels like that song to me. That's if I were to introduce someone to Collius, I actually did that for a couple of friends of mine. Uh, that That's the song I would really just because i feel like yeah because i feel like the dark machine is kind of like the median where where you guys are going to now and from where you guys started dark machines kind of like that transition phase i don't know because because there was that it was so huge when you guys dropped that single i'm sorry i'm like interrupting you because no that that song i love that song so much because not only it's it's just a great it's just a great song and and from start to finish because the progressive elements that and and the and the 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 time signatures in that song it's it's so insane and i i always go back to bands like mashuga and opeth and sandro for you know how much we love those bands we could talk about that forever but (laughs) but that song i feel like that's like the the prolific kalia song to me just 
just because you know you you hear a band and like okay what song from metallica okay one for me it's for me Callius, that's it's the dark machine because that's a that's song cool that, that yeah that me, but. that's cool to hear because i feel like like our most popular one is super massive right everyone always God, goes that back too. to that song <laughs> but i like i, I actually favor like playing um dark machine live more than anything because it's so fun to play it's such like a right hand burner and even like the vocals are so fun for me in that song um so it's cool like i'm i'm really excited for like this new set list that we have um you know playing we're actually going to be playing three songs that we've never played live before so it's it's exciting yeah and then there's no more instrumentals in the set so again, for people who don't know, Collius started <laughs> off as instrumental. This is my favorite, uh, probably transition you guys have ever had. What a great decision! Because I, uh, Nicole, you're you're a you're a great vocalist. I need to give you some credit. Yeah. You need to give yourself some credit. I don't know how the hell you do it. Um, I don't care how I you. Do, I don't <laughs> care how you do it. But it's you. You sound like you found a second wind here. Not only with just this lineup change, but even just incorporating the vocals into this into into this in first ascent i'm going down the track list here uh my, one of my favorite parts is the matter eater outro uh i don't know who came up with that but that 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 may be my favorite oh. track on the record because i heard wow I don't, I don't know if it's just me but i listened to a lot of power metal growing up and i heard a lot of power metal elements in this album we got kind of cheese ball at the end of that no it was great I... i'm glad you did because I'm thinking, I'm like, was this album wrote written for me? Because, okay, check, check, check. It's like oh this mental God. this mental checklist in my head. And, of course, the Opeth influences were there. And I'm going to say this again. I mean, Opeth, I mean, if somebody's listening out there, please add Collius to your uh, oh God. at some point. Are because... you talking about hmm, Lung to One? Yeah, that's God, okay. That, well, I'm Opeth, even, I'm just, worship. That's a like great a song. Mellotron but... in there. Not only not only are you supposedly like paying homage to all the, these bands yeah. we're talking about, but you're also providing a uh, contemporary twist into progressive metal, uh, uh, into everything who you guys are. You know, I've never heard anything like this. I, I even think of bands like even like Cynic, you know, it's like, OK, th- that's probably close to them, maybe even to a certain extent. But I think that song, Long Time, even part one transitioning into part two, that's your signature sound i feel because yeah um it really showed so many different portions that your your band is capable of and taking from your roots you know and it's just i don't know i i think you found something special here nicole and uh i can't wait for people to hear it and you know Thank just you. the entire album because for top to bottom yeah lungta is out right now but i want people to hear it from top to bottom because it was over in a blink was it 37 minutes of just total yeah destruction and it was just like holy shit it took me out for a ride so um, yeah that's why we kind of put um i wanted to put lung to um because the arrangement of the album was you know so important and uh putting lung to at the end it, it was the last song that we wrote and i feel like it was a true departure from the album because i sent that song to a few close friends and the first thing that I got was, is this Collius? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm like, all right. I'm like, yeah, this is going to be like the new direction that we're going. And it took a, a long time to structure that song. 
because originally the way I had it was, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of um, that intro riff at the top of Lung Tattoo when everything kicks in. Um, that only happened for like a round and it actually it never came back in the song. Uh, but when Chris wrote the vocals to that part and the way we write vocals is like we'll get on the phone and we'll be like we'll we'll just do timestamps in like a shared yeah. document and I'll be like all right heavy vocals here um and then like clean vocals here and then he'll he'll write the lyrics to the clean vocals and I'll write the ly- we'll pick a theme or whatever and then we each write our parts and um when I heard the melody that he did for the beginning of Lungta It was like something, I don't know, I had like some epiphany and I'm just like, and we were actually close to, that was the last piece of the puzzle to that song. Everything was arranged. And then when he added those vocals in, I was like, hold on, this changes everything. I was like, like, I think this is the best like melody you've written ever. So like, we need to extend this part and not only like extend it, but we need to repeat it. This needs to come back. Like, this is the hook, right? So I rearranged like everything, you know, <laughs> created like more work. Of course, the song got a lot longer. It was like over seven minutes because really part one and part two, it's it's essentially one song. I separated them yeah. on the album because, you know, my brain is like, oh, people's attention spans. It's our first album. And I want people to be able to like skip an intro if they want to. So that's the real reason why I did as soon as I, I saw okay as soon as I saw and, and yes you did send me the album a couple months back and so many things yeah have been going through my timeline but as soon as I saw like lung to one and lung to two I, I didn't know how to pronounce it I'm, I'm just reading it I'm thinking to myself in my head oh shit that's it right there that's gonna, <laughs> that's gonna be like an epic part of the album I can't wait to yeah. get there but from songs like you know even the introduction the approach to rational fear to matter eater which is also one song yeah, also one song. And uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Matter Eater, it's funny that I said that may be my favorite track because Colin Cook, right? And then <clears throat> 21 Grams and and then all the way to Lungta. But you had a good amount of guests. You had freaking Jeff Loomis, uh, Greg Burgess, yeah. uh, Rafael Trujillo. Hilo, uh, talk about these guys for a second because I feel like bringing uh, people like just the m- people that I mentioned into your world of making music together I don't know. Do you feel pressure when it comes to that? Or are you just like, you know what? This is great. I get to I get to work with yeah, minds both, like these. I think. Know? Yeah, it was a little bit of both. Um, it's definitely it was very intimidating for me uh to have Jeff Loomis on a track. And then for me to also have a solo on that track, I'm just like what the hell? Ha- like how <laughs> I can and uh funny enough i was actually um taking lessons with Raphael. so very cool i do have to give him a lot of credit because he he helped me uh specifically work through that solo that i wrote in um irrational fear and you know i I was telling him like i'm gonna have loomis on this track like you know like i really need your opinion on this like if i'm like you know, if I should keep going. And he just kind of helps like by telling me, oh, like, you know, I feel like there can be more of like a peak to your solo. And if you extended like this part of it or this run, like kept going a little bit more, that might complete it. 
So he really helped me with that. And um, yeah, I was stoked with how it turned out in the end because he kind of gave me that push um, to write something that I could not play up until like a few weeks ago, if I'm being quite honest, because I didn't, you know, I wrote it, I put it out, I tracked it. And like, usually when I'm tracking things, I don't think about like, uh, I have to be able to play this, right? I'm like, write it, track it, finish it, and then you practice it later, right? So that's kind of my workflow. And um, I ended up, yeah, having to relearn it last month because we're getting ready for the tour and everything. And I had to sit down for like hours with that solo to get that run up to speed. Um, But I'm so glad that like he gave me that push because, you know, I probably wouldn't have done that on my own, you know, been able to like give myself that, you know, like direction to, to do that. So yeah, I'm really, and I'm stoked to have him on a track as well. Um, he wrote like a really beautiful solo and um, in 21 grams and, uh, and then having Loomis, like, I don't know, it just felt natural. Like, you know, having yeah. another Jackson artist on there. Um, so I'm, I'm lucky. Not that Jackson. That. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, and uh, well, I want to ask about this because also Francisco Artusado, who did. Yes. Also on, he the was also, also my guest not too long ago. He's actually a good friend of mine. Um, oh. he, he did the, I, I had no idea when I actually uh, got a chance to interview him that he did all like graphic design and so on and so forth. He was showing me all these pictures of like car models. I was like, wait, that's a real yeah. car. He's like, no, I, I made this photo. I was like, yeah. what? It's like, crazy. It looks anyone so has realistic. Seen his artwork, it's it's yeah. amazing. But I love the artwork the to First Ascent. Can you tell me more about what this means? Because it seems like you went to Francisco with an idea and he, I think he blew it out of the water with what he was able to just uh, conjure up on. It's eye candy, really. Yeah. Um, It may may actually look familiar to you because um, if you remember in the super massive music video. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm pulling it up. (laughs) (laughs) What Chris was doing. And the super massive music video, that's kind of like where I got the idea. Um, so I wanted to like recreate that sort of scene, um, mm-hmm. but for the album artwork. Yeah, if anybody hasn't seen it, it's, it has a very matrixy feel to it. And yeah. And if you count the fingers, there's like four fingers. So that's like a whole different dimension. Yeah, just kind of like this weird, into. like alien human hybrid thing that's like hooked up to a bunch of wires you know we're all like a bunch of sci-fi nerds so oh yeah you already know you already know this about me so um, yeah that kind of struck a chord with me anyway and yeah I'm always trying to marry those worlds like that like sci-fi but also like climbing so I feel like that's been just the theme of the album (laughs) and the music video you know you talked about the theme and I I'm gonna take a quote here from you I have it right here uh, it resembles the physical and mental journey of climbing, like you like you said, in the Himalayas. Longta meaning wind horse, is that correct? And yeah. And uh, I wonder when it comes to themes, Nicole. You know, how much of that is an important component of songwriting for a band like Collius? You know, do you focus on themes a lot, or does it just you kind of just go with the flow? Like, do you have a set? You have something set from like day one, and you kind of stick with that, or does it just you know, there's this evolution that goes into the final product as we're seeing right now, if that makes sense. Not necessarily. Um, I didn't 
really plan for any sort of thing. I mean, we all kind of, you know, meshed with the sci-fi thing, but when vocals for me came into play and it uh, came time to write words on paper, um, I don't really consider myself much of like a poetic person, you know, like I'm Mm. good with music. Right. But as far as words, I, I was just not confident in like, what do I talk about? Like, how do I do this? You know, I'm not really like a, a writer like that. Um, so it just felt natural for me to um, talk about my experiences with climbing and somehow try to make that sound um, poetic. So that's kind of really what happened. I mean, I think we have like a, a few songs that I, I was like pulling up science articles and, and trying yeah. to make that sound poetic because <laughs> <laughs> to make it kind of interesting. So, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't really planned. Um, but, you know, I think like for a song like uh, Mouthless Embassy, I did let Chris uh, choose the theme for that. And he kind of wanted it to be like a sort of war story. So, you know, I did some kind of research on like different like war stories and then added, you know, like the sci-fi kind of element to it as well. Uh, so that's what we did there. And he um, he wrote actually most of, if not all of the lyrics, I think, to 21 grams. OK, so, yeah, it wasn't really just sticking to one thing. It was just uh, like every song is like its own its own thing but yeah i guess more of the ones that i did are just have to do with climbing and like experiences with that and like you know just what goes on mentally when i'm when i'm up there you know i want to get into climbing in just a little bit because i I don't know if we had a chance to talk about it as much in the past but um just to continue on long to uh, about the the meaning behind that song because it is really a powerful song and you uh mentioned that uh you best use you know your collective imaginations to bring to life you know the inward battle that someone faces when they're taking on a journey you know and as i was watching the music video just unfold it was man you guys really did a great job on that because the visuals were straight up i was thinking like you know uh you know blade runner maybe even you know things like that and no, it I'll really take it. It, it really stuck out <laughs> even movies like it's a, a very nice compliment <laughs> no seriously because someone like me and it really struck a chord because i come from a background of my one of my favorite movies is freaking uh aliens so that that's also another part of that stuck out but you know mm-hmm. and you know climbing uh this part of your life nicole I don't know, like I said, we had a chance to talk about it, but this is something that you have an extreme passion for. The the obstacles that you climb that I've seen on your <laughs> Instagram stories, I'm just blown away. I'm over here just on my couch comfortably in AC and you're out there doing the thing that you're doing. Like, Very uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, some, I, you know I, how I, I like to be uncomfortable and suffer, right? <laughs> stepping out of your comfort zone. You know, here's the thing. Someone like me, I, I would love to do learn that one day. So um, just shout out if I ever come out to visit you, which I will. That's something that I would love to learn to do one day. And, nice. you know, I, I went skydiving, zip lining, you know, so on and so forth. But I want to be able to actually complete a journey like that you know where did your first love for climbing first come to the surface how did you know that this is something that you wanted to continue to do with your life and how did you overcome your fear of heights did you even have any fear of heights i know i didn't 
I didn't know because when I was a kid, I was always climbing trees and like playing tree tag. That was actually like a thing. That's the like, thing. We would, huh? we would play tag in the trees. Find friends um, who climb trees just like you. And there you go. I didn't have that. We don't have that in Texas, Nicole. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. And then I was always like climbing up on the roof, like when I was a kid and bringing my skateboard up there. I don't know why I thought it was fun to like skateboard on the roof to like piss off my grandma um so that's, that's straight up tony hawk so i guess i did yeah. like to you know get up in high places and um and then when i started you know rock climbing which i think was like i don't know over 12 13 years ago at this yeah. point um i just fell in love with it. it it gave me like a new perspective on the world you know and it made me also want to travel more to see the world from that perspective because uh, I had toured before that, but it, you know, it's just different when you like go somewhere to like connect more with the earth yeah. and you're like touching the rock and it's just like, yeah, it's really extreme, but it's also like very peaceful and Zen and a sort of therapy for me because you're forced to be present with just what's in front of you and like really what's just like within a four foot radius of you, you know, you can't be too worried about like what's too far up or what's too far down or left or right or what's behind you. It's you're really just kind of focused on the here and, Mm -hmm. and now. Um, So it's, it's been very rewarding, I think like mentally and, and physically, you know, getting to travel to a lot of places that I, you know, once like toured for like, and been in the city for like, I don't know, 12 hours, but actually going out in nature and like staying there for some time and getting to know the area. And um, yeah, it's been, it's been beautiful. And then, you know, I ice climb every winter too, which I think is my favorite style of climbing. I, those, uh, I can't believe that you do that. I love that you do that. The the photos and the reels yeah. that I've been seeing, it's, how do you know where to go for, you know, the, do you, do you is there like a specific place where i don't know there, ice climbers yeah there's guidebooks yeah there's okay. definitely a lot of guidebooks that are written um for certain areas for ice um and then of course there's like a ton of uncharted territory as well um we also have an app called uh, mountain project and it's yeah. user created sort of like um sort of like an all trails but for climbing specifically Um, And then it will give you like GPS coordinates of like certain climbs in the area. Um, And a lot of people use that when they're traveling. Like if you don't want to, if you're going to go to an area and you don't have the guidebook or something, you can always go on Mountain Project um, and like download that map and it'll work when you're offline um, and it'll tell you where climbs are. But it's like, you know, it's always a scavenger hunt when you're doing that because there's these directions that are like, oh, you cross the stream and then cross the scree field and then there's a cairn right here and then there's a tree that's shaped like this and make a left turn and it, it's always like a, a whole thing. So it's part it's definitely part of like a it's like a hunt to, to find some of these climbs and even more so with ice because you actually don't like with rock, like chances are, I don't know, maybe a hold has broken off at some point. But with ice, like it's different every year, you know, some years like the flow will come in really fat and the ice is really thick. And then other years it might not even be touching down to the ground or it's like really thin and it's brittle. 
So you kind of never know like what you're going to get. It's a very condition dependent sport. Um, and all these structures that you're climbing are, are temporary. So, you know, it's like some of them, yeah, you look at the guidebook, but it might not look like that this year. So you kind of got to ask around within this really small community if anyone had been there recently and knows like, hey, is this in yet or is it not? Or like, how is it? So, or you you just got to like make the trek out there yourself and find out. (laughs) You could see me like I'm stroking my chin because I I really do want to do this at some point in the near future. You said it's called, it's Mountain Project. That's the... uh... Mountain Project. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm guessing beginners can use this too, or is there a specific? I wouldn't spot recommend. Where... No, I would not recommend for beginners. Like for for someone looking to get into it, I would mm-hmm. absolutely recommend going to a gym at first and doing a little bit of training there, as far as like movement and technique. Um, and then as far as like ice too, like you would definitely want to get um like a certified guide. Or even like a close friend that's that could mentor you and actually like set up the ropes so everything is like a hundred percent safe. So yeah, yeah, I wouldn't that's... recommend Mountain Project to like someone that's used to just hiking and then looking for these climbs because it's a lot of like equipment that's involved, right? Um, a lot of safety measures. So yeah. <laughs> um, no, thank you for sharing all that, Nicole, because uh I think I just briefly talked about it in the past, but I really wanted to dive into it. I wonder if, is this something that Chris or Colin or JP have, have they joined you in doing this together? No. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they would be interested in something like this. I don't know. If Chris something... is afraid of heights. I know that for sure. Okay. Cause I've taken him to one of my climbing spots once. And I think I got right. him on a boulder. So not even like with ropes, but just like a boulder. So that was yeah, I could, yeah, I think that was enough for him. It's not for everyone. Chris, you're in a really great band. I think you're okay. Yeah. You, 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 uh, you get a pass. Uh, what was your... He first... loves hiking, though. So, like, he's, like, a, a very avid hiker. He does, like, very long, long hikes and camping and everything. So... We got some really good spots around here in the in this part of the Dallas-Fort uh, Worth Metroplex where I live. Ho- hopefully, you can come down here at some point. Let me know. Um, I'll take great care of you guys, uh, show you guys around. But we got some really cool trails around here. I mean, I've, I've done the whole, you know... Uh, climbing in the gym every now and then but you know nothing like obviously what you what you do but it's i wonder like the gym is fun like nicole (laughs) when you're when you're up there now i'm like really thinking as you're just no fear sets in as you're just oh there's a lot of fear like it's there's definitely fear (laughs) i mean there's because i'm thinking like like it's kind of like you have to kind of just turn it off it's like okay let's just focus on this Mm -hmm. and not think about anything else you know that's kind of like what I do if I'm going to something yeah yeah it's tough sometimes you know and that's kind of why like I uh, I named you know one of the tracks irrational fear because there there is a lot of irrational fear sometimes and I have to just admit that I have that so you know when when you're up there and you're like connected to this rope um it it can be an irrational fear of of falling because yeah no one likes to fall but no (laughs) that's what the equipment is for it's there to catch you right so the worst that's going to happen is you're going to fall like you know if there's like a boulder underneath you and it's a longer fall then you know maybe you don't want to fall there but if it's like a clean fall and you're still scared then i would call that irrational fear (laughs) do you have Um, a man i'm looking at you don't have a music video idea for irrational fear do you um there is a 
music video for Irrational Fear, actually. Okay, you don't have to say anything. But so I don't mean to like yes. <laughs> whatever you can, I cannot say because I'm it just will, thinking. It will be coming out soon. <laughs> because you know what I'm, what I'm getting at, because that song, mm -hmm. considering like what what the title represents to you, what you just told me. I don't know. Yeah. I'm so many ideas. That's that's great. I'm I'm looking forward to that one. Uh yeah. the first, I guess I guess the first mountain you ever traversed. When was that? Um mountain? Or just really just in climbing in general? A climb? Yeah. I guess the first longer climb yeah. that I did was in the gunks which is upstate New York in the Catskills um, and is called high exposure. And I think it's like a four or five pitch uh, trad climb, like a traditional climb where you yeah. have to plug in cams as your protection on the way up. There's no bolts or anything. Um, that was the first one I did uh, okay. there. And it was, yeah, like a multi-pitch climb. So meaning that, you have to do it in sections because you keep going higher and higher. So it can be like four or 500 feet, basically longer than the length of one rope. So you have to do it in sections and keep going up. So Not when all I heroes wear that... capes. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how long ago was that? When did you, when did you do that? Um, I think that was maybe like 12 years ago at this point. Do you keep track of all this? I because <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. I'm I'm thinking. Yeah, man, yeah, that's, that's, that's that'd be a really ago. cool just a scrapbook just to keep. I'm very nostalgic. If you haven't noticed already, but yeah, no, that's be, good. That's good. That'd be cool to just you know keep and uh, look back on. But um, yeah. I uh, wanted to transition into someone that means a lot to you is Justin McKinney, and he is an exceptional human being, an amazing musician. If anyone who hasn't listened to Zenith Passage yet, I don't know what's wrong with you, but the new record, yeah, that da so inspiring. Holy Christ, that is an amazing album. Um, but having someone like Justin, right? You know, I, I does is that someone that it feels like he pushes you to become the best version of yourself? You know, we we mentioned Justin briefly last year, but I know he's an important piece to what you do. Uh, I just wanted to give you the chance to talk about him a little bit because, you know, I feel like you learned a lot from him and, and I'm, I'm yeah. sure he learns a lot from you. You know, I, I also believe you, you even had a part in the Zine of the Passage. I think, I think in a music video, um, as far as, yeah, I shot a few of them. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about that experience. How was that like at working with those guys and being a part of this amazing, I think one of the top progressive metal albums to come out this year period yeah um yeah i'm honored to have been able to to help uh shoot the videos um yeah the first two were they were green screen videos and uh dylan gold edited them um it was it was super easy to work with the guys i mean they're like family at this point um so yeah it was great and then the last two oh i guess that makes four that I've yeah. helped shoot at this point. Anyway, I'm losing track, but <laughs> yeah. I'm making last... you think a lot. Let's all like we're jumping timelines here. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, yeah. The last one we did like out in the desert, actually it was a place that like I had recommended because it's a place that I go climbing. Okay. So that, that Perfect. one that you see like in the kind of like in that cave with all the lights and everything, that's yeah. actually like a, it's a climbing area. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's really I, like, cool. 
Wow. Yeah. So I showed them like how to get there. And then like I picked like, you know, the best part of the wall that I thought you know, maybe like the lasers would look really cool here. <laughs> um, but yeah, Derek is actually a climber too. So, so that's pretty. That, yeah. That's yeah. really awesome. Uh, yeah. And that the Zenith passage, they, they just dropped this album not too long ago. Uh, yeah. It was like two, it's... like a little over two weeks ago. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, very, very proud of them. Like I, you know, obviously I was there during the whole process of like Justin writing it and tracking it, and you know, it was, um, I'm I'm really proud of him. It's it's one of the hardest things he's ever done in his life, and um, I kind of saw like what it what it took to uh, produce an an album like that, and it was it's really crazy, really really inspiring, and. Um, and I, I think I learned a lot. I mean, he's taught me a lot like over mm -hmm. the last few years anyway, you know, like so much with, with production and like how I track and like inspiration with writing and everything. And of course, like he can, he answers all my Cubase questions, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta um, have someone answer that, but, uh, but yeah, he's really, he's made me feel like, oh man, if you're doing everything and you're like composing, like like all of these like parts to this this record like like he really made me feel like oh like i can take you know my shit in my own hands too and figure it out like i just have to sit down and and learn how to do it and keep doing it so that i get better at it so yeah like i i learned how to properly track myself and um a lot with music production i mean working i work for a recording school as well so that's played a big part uh -huh. Um, in the last year and a half, um, really bringing my like production level, like up to speed and, um, you know, using all these different like plugins and doing the orchestrations and the synth design. I'm recently getting more into synth now. Like I just got my first analog synth. So I'm really stoked on that. So yeah, lots of like new things and challenges. And I don't know, I still feel like I'm always like a student, you know, I'm always hungry to learn and kind of push the boundaries so yeah, it's you know, been, it's been Nicole, great. one of my favorite qualities about you is that, and I don't think there will ever be a shortage of this, but uh, when I said that I learned a lot about myself, I meant it. And you are an example because you're always trying to strive to become a better version of yourself the next day and the next day and the next day, you know, there's, and the amount of work that you've been doing the last year, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. And I got to commend you on that because it's not easy to do what you do and still put out amazing like shitstorm material that's blowing mind-blowing to me at least you know it, and i think we we kind of touched on this when we were talking a couple of weeks ago i think it was just last week but burnout do you do you feel that you know do you feel at any point in your life where i got to stop things right here and really kind of just focus on something else and look at it at a whole different perspective from the outside and then maybe go back in with a refocused, you know, an attitude, you know, and I've been through that in this last year. And I think, you know, that, you know, with graduating and quitting my corporate job after like 12 years and finally pursuing music for like for the long haul. And I told my peers this and they're just telling me, man, Sonny, that takes a lot of balls. I, I went to my barber today and uh, such a nice guy, Anthony. I got to give him a shout out. He's like my he's like my other therapist, you know, aside from, you know, yes. what I'm having here. But I go to him <gasps> like once a month. He's like, man, Sonny, let me he's, he's like, you know, trimming down my beard. And he's like, 
let me just tell you, man, you're doing great things. You're, you're, you graduated. Aww. I just want to let you know that you told me you came to my shop last Christmas and you told me that you're going to quit your job. And I was like, what? And now here you're doing your thing. Just remember why you're doing this moments like that. Do you, do you, you know, do you have that? Who do you go to, you know? And I'm sure Justin McKinney is probably one of the people, you know, people that we mentioned already, you know, like Chris and Colin and JP, because they've been by your side, but at what point do yeah. you just have you ever just shut everything out and just stop? You know, uh, I I struggle with that. I think that's one of my biggest struggles, like being such a a workaholic. Is mm. uh, I don't know. I I'm just always in that like hustle mode and the like. I think I recently posted a meme that's just like my brain. Like I need to finish the project. There's I'm always pro- I'm always the one reacting project. to your I'm memes because I can relate. The- <laughs> It's the project is almost finished. Like, no, I have And then I have another project Mm-mm. and then it's just, um, yeah, it's, it's tough. And, um, it's something like I, I need help with. And sometimes I need people to, to tell me to like, take a break and do something for myself because I just kind of fall into this cycle where like, I, I work so much and I burn out and then I'm like, I need a vacation. And then that's what like when climbing comes in where I'm like, I need to go in the mountains and not look at my phone or my laptop or my DAW or whatever. Cause I'm like living in that and just like completely check out and I need to just not have service. So that's kind of like what sounds so been, refreshing right now. Oh. Yeah. It's kind of what I've been doing. Um, <laughs> and recently I've been trying to incorporate, um, well, I have, I guess I started uh, running like pretty much every day um, between my day job and then my night job, which is going back and working in my DOS. So um, that's actually helped a lot. I really hate running. I've never liked it at all. Uh, and I never thought that I would be like a runner. I don't know if I, I am a runner, but I guess now that I'm running every day, maybe I'm a runner. <laughs> but uh, I love running. <laughs> I was at cross country and track in, in high school and can't do it now. But uh, I mean, the with the whole heat now you probably have perfect weather for this so i'm really jealous that you get to do that but i love when the sun goes down it's it's tolerable there's actually and i live at the top of a hill so it does get breezy towards the end of the day um so it's okay like i i go out for like half hour to an hour and like i just i run i walk like i listen to music yeah it's Um, like a high that you get right when you run it's yeah there is that sense of relief yeah, it's made me feel better. Like you feel like more accomplished, I guess. And it's just been that buffer of um, like daily outside time rather than like being cooped up um, in front of screens all day. Because I kind of fell into that where, you know, there wasn't really separation between my jobs. So it's like I work all day. Um and like I said, I work for a recording school. Um, I'm creating like educational audio production content. Um, so it is, it's music related, but yeah, sometimes like I'm, I'm sitting in my DAW and then editing video at the same time throughout the day. And then at night I'm like, okay, now I need to do like all this, like Kali stuff. I need to get through this list. Like I need to write, I need to practice, or I need to edit this video or whatever. And I wasn't giving myself that buffer. And I think it was like, I was, I don't know, I was like getting depressed so I'm like, okay, I, I need to do something. I need to add something in the routine. Um, and I guess like, you know, running was it. 
you know, in between like the the climbing trips. I'm like, well, this is okay. This is going to help me like on all of my climbing like approaches, like the hikes that we're doing. Is it helping? Like, it, it really is. Yeah. Okay. I recently went to Banff um, last month and we had some pretty gnarly uh, approaches there. I climbed this like pretty big tower called the Sentinel. And uh, it was like a 500 foot climb or something, but the, the hike in was like three hours on like through scree fields. It was just really heinous um, approach. And we had to do, we had like, we we're on a time limit too. Cause it was like a shuttle to come in and out. Uh, so it was, yeah, it was kind of crazy, but somehow like, you know, I did it no problem. And I don't know, I think I was only sore for like a, a day or something like yeah. after, but then I felt fine afterwards. And I'm like, huh, I'm like maybe. Maybe like all these little jugs kind of like helping, right? Because before that, like I wasn't doing too much and I was going on these like crazy climbing trips like once a month and then I it would take me like a week to recover. So I'm like, damn, am I like getting old or I'm just like not in shape like I used to be? So how do you yeah, feel, uh, Nicole, um, how do you feel when you're at the top, when you're when you're climbing, you know, you're done. Peace. You just don't want to come down? Uh, No. Yeah, I do. But like, it's just a very peaceful. Yeah, it's a very, it's all fun and games till you have to come down. <laughs> That's what they say. Yeah. You know, it's, um, when, you, when you're up there and I used to have like dreams about these things, you know, and just and sitting on top of a mountain, the wind is just blowing at your face. Yeah. And I have this fascination for just being on top of a mountain one of my favorite movies is everest if you've never seen that movie but i don't know if i don't know if that's something you plan on doing in the future but (laughs) it's scary the one of the scariest things anybody can do people do that shit it's insane uh people who don't know everest you know go look up all the climbing expeditions that that has been you probably know all about this it's yeah it's, it's really scary but you know just there's that high when you're on top of a mountain and it's just it is peaceful you know and that that rush of air and it's just Oh, I got to go back down again. But, you know, it's like, I think, you know, talking about taking a week to recover, I think it's just more physical. It's really mentally. It's just. When do you know. Enough is enough. Is that even a thing now? Like, is uh, is enough even a state of mind that we that even you and me can grasp at this point? When can we say when we put this down, it's like, okay, I can kick back. I can relax now. I have never in my life felt that at any point. And I don't know if that's something I'm doing wrong. I don't know if that's, that's the struggle I am dealing with. So mm. I, I don't know if you've been there, if, if you're, yes. if you're currently dealing with that, I don't know if there is like a end all be all solution to this. Uh, I don't know. Enigmatic. I don't know if it's like a, even a problem. It's just a, a state of mind that just keeps recycling itself over and over. Mm-hmm. And I just, it's like, if I just stop something for one, if I just stop everything for one day, will that be enough? <laughs> you know, if I just stop doing podcasting, if I stop editing, if I stop talking to my guests or things like that, if I, if I stop my job, it's, if I stop being Bruce Wayne and Batman all together, oh my God. is that enough? You know, that's, that's the challenge. And, I love that. I'm I'm so glad you were able to share that your insight with me because it really gives it a whole different perspective that I may not have had with anyone. Yeah, I can share this with my 
close friends, my siblings. I had this conversation with my brother last month after graduating. And it's just, you know, it's like, am I satisfied? You know, um, sorry if I'm like talking over. No, over, over I, I totally here, get it. It was like after I got my diploma and, you know, my mom wouldn't stop crying. My poor mom. Like I was like, stop Aww. it. I'm, I'm, it's, it's cool. <laughs> she was really, <laughs> she was really happy out of all my friends that like, I had friends that like showed up on that day that I didn't even expect, you know, that was just a, that was, it's like someone like me. It's like when something really good happens to me, I, I, I don't know if I do a good job in accepting that or recognizing that, you know, cause the, I've never been given flowers before Nicole, my friend came in after the graduation and she handed me flowers and I'm just like, what do I do with this? That's do so I, sweet. Do I, I love flowers. Do I just like, now who the doesn't person, love getting yeah. flowers? And uh, it was my really good friend, Katie. And uh, uh, she always Aww. calls me on my birthday to tell him happy birthday. And she's an Aries, just Aww. like you. Her birthday is April 18th. No. Yeah, 18th is her birthday, April 18th. I would call her on her birthday. So we did this. We've been doing this for like the last 20 years. But she, she came unannounced, gave me flowers. But the point of me telling you this is just, I don't know if I do a really good job in just uh, uh, realizing that this is a good day. This is a good time. I deserve these good things because I've worked hard to achieve it. But I don't yeah. know. It's just never enough. I just keep the next day. I'm just like, all right, what next? When's my next podcast i gotta line up the schedule i gotta maybe line up for my master's degree you know and yeah i sorry i'm like i can relate (laughs) this is what i meant i this is i I feel like i'm listening to myself right now because like i'm like yeah this all sounds familiar because i do the same thing um it's always i mean i think you can go to your peers and i i I gotta get this out sorry yeah my mind is gonna explode you can go to your peers you can go to your brothers your sister and so on and so forth even your parents to an extent i don't i don't know that sometimes that works but yeah i i I never met my dad so it's i don't have that luxury to do so i can't just go to someone and just say how do you deal with this sure you i had a friend the other day tell me maybe you should invest in a therapist sure maybe maybe Mm -hmm. i don't know so anyway, I uh, well, I think you that. can also decide what is therapy to you, you know, like, yeah, I think everyone could benefit from a therapist, right? But there's so many different forms of therapy. I mean, I think writing music is therapy. Uh, when you get into that flow, I mean, for me, climbing is therapy, mm-hmm. or talking, talking to a friend um, is therapy, too. So you just kind of have to decide like, what works best for you, because what might work for someone might not work for you. Right. So, and then as far as like being satisfied, like, I think that's also like a choice that you make too. And I think the fact that like, you know, we share this thing in common where like we finish something and yeah, like everyone congratulates us and you want to like take a step back and just enjoy it and be like, yeah, that, that was enough. Like, I think I'm going to chill now. But the fact that like my brain and your brain goes to Oh, well, but then what about the next thing? Like, I want to start working on, it just means that you're hungry to keep going. And I think like, uh, I don't know if it's like this for you, but for me, like my biggest competition is myself, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm always striving for like, okay, yeah, like I decided that this record is done, but like, how can I make the next one better? Like, how can I top this, you know? So I don't know. That's just how that's just how I see it. I think <laughs> it's it's interesting because 
you're congratulating me on everything I'm doing, right? And then I'm congratulating you yeah. on everything you're doing. But it's that that's it. Now what? You know? Because mm-hmm. I I I love this album. I love First Ascent. This is gonna be this is probably more than likely gonna end up one of my favorite albums of the year. Not only oh, because not only you. because it's coming from of course it's coming from a friend who created it, but but the camaraderie and the work behind there's such a thick and solid backstory behind First Ascent. That's what I really appreciate about it, you know? And when you're telling me you're already getting started on the next one, it's like, okay, hold it, Nicole. Just stop. Wait a oh, second. Oh, yeah. No, Cel- a good chunk ce- of it is, is actually done. Yeah, celebrate this now, please, because <laughs> you you owe yeah. it to yourself. You know, of course, I'm probably not in any place to even tell you that. But, you know, it's something that you even owe it to yourself. You owe it to your bandmates. You owe it to so many people who supported you. I mean, you don't owe us anything, obviously, but it's... You know, celebrating your successes along the way. It's like I'm giving all these things. I'm telling you, these I love. I love commemorating my guests because I love the work that. That's why. That's why I started this because I wanted to give people a platform to talk about what they don't talk about. But again, that same friend who told me I should get a therapist, and she said it lovingly. Don't get me wrong, but it was like, Sonny, listen to your own advice. Do you even listen to your oh, own podcasts? Yeah. You know, yeah. and. <laughs> That's the best a... advice is listen to your, like, what would you tell someone if they were telling like, you this? Why am I not? I just told you so many great things. And I I could, I could even say the same thing to myself, but I don't because <laughs> we're humans and yeah. we like to get our asses kicked subconsciously. Yeah. And I guess, I guess that's why that drive never ends. Can you imagine though? Think about it. Think about this. I don't know. I'm like taking up so much of our time on this podcast here. No. But think about this for a second. I'm even like going into like a whole different territory here. If we were completely satisfied with what we do in our life, I don't know if we'd be where we're at right now. No, as, we wouldn't. You're as right. Humans as as just a race in particular. Mm. Um, I think that rabbit hole can go as deep as we wanted to. But think about, you know, what I just said, that's just that really sits in my head. It's like, okay, I, I get it. Yeah, nothing would change. Nothing would ever progress. Yeah. If you just why does, became satisfied. Why did or... Brady win seven Super Bowls? You know, and he wanted to come, he even wanted to come back this year. So yeah. that that's an example. And uh I just feel it's it's really amazing what we're able to accomplish when we really as cheesy as this sounds, we've been cheesy this whole conversation. Um, it really it means a lot. Like you've really if you really focus on your craft you're going to be a better person the next time. And, you know, and I know you, Nicole, I already know you're, you're a better person than you were last year, even before we talk. I know I'm a better person than we, when we first spoke. Oh, I hope so. You know? No, really, <laughs> we are. And we learned so much about each other. And it really, I feel like part of what you do kind of also keeps me going, you know, and I don't say this just to anyone. I'm, I'm a very, uh, I'm, I'm a terrible kiss ass. So you mean, so, you know, that I mean it when I say that. So everything that you've done, it's like, man, she's doing this. I know I can push myself to do what I'm doing. And, but um, yeah. Well, just, thank uh, you. I mean, no, yeah, it's, it's a lot of work. I mean, if I can inspire anybody, um, I'm I'm happy to, to inspire because it's like, yeah, like if, if I can do it, like you can do it too. And I feel and like it doing, applies to anything. Yeah. And I feel like you're doing that with, you know, you're, Justin, Chris, Colin, JP, even even the guests you've had on your album, I feel like you're in a to an extent you're doing that. 
for them too. They got to be a part at some point in their life. They got to be a part of something you created. I would take so much pride in that. It's that's just that's just me. And even though I'm yeah, saying I think that, it goes. It even goes though, both even ways. though I'm saying that, I you know I we're pro- we're gonna get done with this conversation in the tomorrow. It's like all right, gotta get the wheels rolling again, you know. So yeah. Um, but uh, man, um, <laughs> what else do we got to talk about? We we this is clocking over an hour. I wanted to ask uh, before we end things here because can we talk about if I know you're outside, your weapon of mass destruction. Oh Where, yeah. The so new I, custom. you just uh, posted on your uh, feed not too long ago. It is a, do you have that with you? I don't know what you can, and if you can't, that's okay. But tell me more about this because I know that's something that you've been looking forward to a long time because since you're a dish, since you were a, just a new member on the Jackson guitar line, I think it was 2020 when you were in the lineup, you know, it was just, I asked you about your plans for a custom, custom guitar when you first joined Jackson, you know, and, what tools do you get with your custom guitar that you couldn't get with other guitars? So many things I asked you about, but I feel like it's finally arrived. I don't know if you had a chance yeah. to display it fully to the public, but. Yeah, uh, I, well, I did like a little unveiling video did, for now. Did you name it? I'm still thinking about it. I don't know. I was thinking about like, maybe mm. like Berserker or something, something violent. Oh, yeah. You know, that sounds, I, dude, still, that sounds so good. Do you think that's a good one? Man, you didn't even like <laughs> the second guess it. I feel like, I feel like that's the, it's kind of sticking with me. I said it once yeah. and I'm just like, yeah, Can I, you imagine it, it a, I, I don't know, with like a, like a, uh, I don't know, uh, a calligraphy, like B like on the back of the model or something like that. You yeah. Know, like, like, and the edges are like sharpened or something like that. And that would, I'm just saying, and then with like a, a green coil around like the letter. Now I'm really getting. Oh wow! It, you're just you know? put, you're just visualizing it. I now. picked yeah. green because because that that's a dominant color for Collius. Or yeah, sad to go completely 180. You can, but man, it is. Yeah. I like that name. Uh, or man, I guess this is already taken. I was thinking Destroyer too. Destroyer would be really yeah, cool. Yeah, um, I'm sure that's taken. Or well, or, you, or you could call it the something you know that's a really cool thing i don't i don't know if many yeah. guitar, many guitar shredders are are naming are going with the something but that'd be yeah. a cool idea too you're one of my I favorite we'll you're see. one of my favorite shredders on the planet so <laughs> i'm pretty sure you're 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 gonna come up with a, a really cool name but i like that idea so i'll endorse yeah. you 10 times heavily on that if you decide to do that yeah it but. plays amazing um I've been waiting a very long time for this guitar, like probably like a year and a half only because, um, you know, it's, it's just such a massive, like a uh, pipeline, right. Of people yeah. putting in customs. Um, so the wait is just very long, but apparently this guitar was a lot simpler to build than my last custom because it doesn't have like that crazy, um, like piezo in the bridge and, yeah. um, like the components weren't as, um, complicated uh i think if anything like it was more so like getting the shape right uh because i literally had to like draw out on a piece of paper like i got the idea from like you know a Rhodes warrior yeah but i still wanted like the horns to be extended so essentially like the only like warrior-esque part of it is like the top horn that's next to the neck that's like the true like warrior 
horn right there. Yeah. And then like the bottom one is like kind of from the roads. Right. And then we like really just extended the other two. So it just has that really aggressive, like sharp, you know, and it comes to, it's not even beveled. So let's see how long that lasts before I smack it on something or hit someone on stage. I'm making sure I did. Okay. You don't have any promo shots with that ax yet. do you? I didn't. I didn't Whoa. release any yet. Oof. There are there's shots. I can't but... freaking wait to see that. It is. Yeah. It's gonna It's going to look so good. It already looks yeah. so good. There um, are photos. Mm-hmm. I haven't had time to edit them yet. Um, I'm kind of like in this crunch mode before our tour and album comes out. And like, it's been hard for me to like put out content so i don't know if you noticed a lot of my content lately has been very like lazy content no don't like, let say me that. just I, let me just I throw love... up a camera here <laughs> take a guitar out of a box walk away that's good enough set up my practice cam in the background or whatever yeah that's been my like lazy content lately so but there will be playthroughs um I will eventually edit those photos with the guitar and I'm going to do like a whole like spec rundown video and everything. So if you, when do you, you don't have like a window on when this might be, might be out. Do you? I don't. I'm like, like I said, I'm trying to like focus on the tours next and everything will be ready for it. (laughs) I'm only asking because we like to, you know, when I publish my episodes, I like to promote it with a really like a, like a photo that that's what I was asking. Mm -hmm. But you know, when that comes out, we'll, we'll, We'll switch it to that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, totally. but uh, Nicole, I love everything you've done. You you've been such a you you're such a one of my you are one of my favorite guests to be on my show. Oh, so thank um, you so I mean, much. No, thank you, and just for taking the time to sit with me today. And I know we always cover such a good amount of ground on our conversations, and mm-hmm. Tavi on here, the discussions we've had will always be you know great, you know, and hoping. I I know it's coming down soon. But someday we will meet each other in person, whether I'm out on the West Coast and or whether you're down here in Texas. Maybe someday. Yeah, I hope we're and... we're gonna be touring there. You know, like we're now that we're on Continental, um, we're trying really hard. You know, like to look for good support slots for yeah, uh, 2024. Um, because I would really love to do like a full U.S. um to support this record. So, and yeah. I will be there to support you all the way. If you guys need even like a, I don't think I, I've asked this for to one other person, but if you guys need like a a short term like tour photographer, let me know. I would I would love to do that for you guys. If you guys don't have one already, that is. But um, yeah, no, we don't. I don't think we're gonna have any crew on any. Yeah, it's okay. Um, it's and like... I'm just gonna do there uh, just to help you guys out. If you guys need it, just let me know. Oh, that and, would uh, that would be so amazing. No, seriously, uh, I'm gonna do everything I can to help you guys. Uh, just, just, just the support, you know. And I know everything we discussed, you know, even your upbringing, even the touring, and then playing yeah. with different bands, the relationship with your bandmates, you know, and the Jackson endorsement. I just love that you have that, you know. And again, I've said this in the past, but I'm excited to see what happens from from here on out. You know, even from one point to the next, wherever you are. I, I asked you last year if you ever stopped for a moment to take a look back, right? Let me ask you this. As we're rounding this out, what would you say is the most rewarding part for someone like you who is now at this point in their career? Right now is finally seeing 
my first full length record for the band and everyone involved coming to fruition. Like that's crazy to me. Like I've, I've only ever put out one other full length in my life. Mm-hmm. And that was, yeah, like over 10 years ago and totally different genre. Yep. So I feel like, I don't know, th- this is pretty like monumental um, for me. And the fact that like, we're, we're already scheduled to track the next one next year. Um, I'm just really looking forward to that. So uh, it's all, it's happening like pretty fast, but we're, we're doing it, you know? You so. are doing it and uh, <laughs> whatever, make, whatever it takes. <laughs> hey, just uh, keep pinching yourself along the way because it's, you know, you know, it, the saying and what the office is one of my favorite shows. There's a saying in that show where Andy goes, Andy Bernard, one of the guys in that show, he goes, I, I wish, you know, you were in the good old days before you leave them or something like that. I think you and me are in that. The journey like, part of it, no, right? Right, right now. Yeah, we talked about shutting everything off from the outside and just kind of just, you know, you know, relaxing, just like, okay, let's just chill. We've done that for the last hour and a half. And now it's, you know, we did that. That was the therapeutic part. And now and then here we are. I think after this interview, after we shut everything down, I know tonight I'll go to sleep thinking, that was very therapeutic. I feel like at ease. I have a very busy weekend coming up. I Nicole, do too. And I'm going to wake up feeling sore or fresh thinking, man, that I felt the same way last year too. I remember that. And even the time before that, but I don't get that with anybody else, maybe with one other two people, but not with, not the way that we've committed on a certain, to a certain extent, because I can't just sit here and just share away my feelings with just anybody, you know, because I'm very comfortable to that point where, you know, you've supported me throughout my career with the amount of time we've known each other. And the fact that I'm able to share my success with you, it feels, it feels justified. Like, yeah, you know, like, and I've this done is our these third, things. it's our third podcast. So it's, you know, <laughs> third of like however, feels... how, yeah, third of however many more we're gonna have. I know, I know it just feels like so home, you know. <laughs> but, um, I just want to thank you again for just taking the time out of your day to do this with me. I know we had to schedule this, but I'm, uh, are you feeling better? I know you were sick I think I... last week, I think. Are you, are you okay? Oh, yeah, I'm okay. fine. There was a couple, yeah. I don't know if it was allergies or, or something was going around, but I had yeah. a few days where I was just like, am I getting like a summer cold or something? But it's, yeah, it, yeah, all it's, good it's, now. It's been insane, even for me. But uh, I'm gonna uh, let you go here. I hope, hope you have a good night, Nicole. Do you have uh, any yeah. just any shout outs, any last words you want to mention? I know you talked about a music video that was gonna come out. Soon, yes, stay tuned wanna... because we will have another video coming out. Um, very close to the album release date. So two it weeks might be from today. Yeah, two it's, weeks from today. It's gonna come by yeah. so fast. But so. Um, yeah, stay tuned. The album release coming out uh, the 25th this month, First Ascent, and that kicks off our West Coast tour with Cyborg Octopus. I'm going to try to publish this episode um, next week as soon as soon as I can, and I will give you everything you need. Just let me know if you need anything else for me as far as like promo materials and so on and so forth. But uh, yeah, we'll do like a little video. And if you want to do like a collab post or something on, on Instagram, yeah. you can do that. Would love to. Okay. Yeah. 
Love you, Nicole. Take thank care of yourself. Thank you so much. Um, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. And uh, uh, say hi to your bandmates for me. Tell Justin I he will. is a beautiful magician. Um, I don't think anyone's ever told him that before. That may be a little odd since he's never seen wow. my face before. But that's a he, that's a good one. He is no, seriously. He's an an amazing musician. I can't believe you guys are like my ideal like couple for like, just the way you guys Thanks. just uh, collaborate and just make yourself just a better musician each day because so keep at it you guys are something special but uh shout out to you shout out to justin shout out to Collius. um everyone who's listening this is the amazing nicole papastabru from Collius and first descent drops august 25th on aisa distribution and the orchard if i'm not mistaken yeah right, right? yeah yeah and uh uh if you haven't already the fourth phase is also out i i still listen to that ep it's just still okay so that's I believe that's still on the streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget, you can listen to this podcast on all major podcast streams out there. Check us out on interviewonfire.com. Nicole, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Um, always the best. Stay in touch. I will see you soon, hopefully, you know, in person yes. or um, you're on again. Okay. So- okay. Thank you so much for having me. This is great. <laughs> Hey guys, thanks for listening to Interview Under Fire Podcast. If you guys liked what you heard, please subscribe and share our channel. And please leave a five-star review as that helps us tremendously. If you'd like to check out more, visit www.interviewunderfire.com or our social media channels on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And finally, we want to thank you all for the support you've been giving us. Keep it burning.